You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Wubba-lubba-dub-dub, all universes, across all variations, end of time, oneofus.com, Bradley, talking about Rick and Morty, all seasons, season one, uh, season two, Rick and Morty, three, four, all the seasons, incest babies, uh, uh, all the crows, uh, all the the Elon Musk, Elon Tusk references, Rick, Morty, oneofus.com, Bradley Martin, I'm sorry. Bring back another sauce. (laughs) we're gonna actually talk about season six today rick and morty five episodes a short hiatus and five more episodes airing earlier this year a lot going on this season but also not much going on at all and we're gonna get into that we're we're going buck wild rick and morty and summer uh, jerry Beth and Space Beth, let's get some major points here out of the way. In this season, portal travel is undone. And Rick and Morty, they're stranded on the Citadel. Was it the Citadel of Morty's and Rick? It was, well, it was the remains. It was like the remains of the Citadel. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're saved by someone after a pretty cheeky Iron Man reference. Stop pretending you don't know who Iron Man is, Rick. And... This season, we find out there is no more portal travel. So what sort of wacky hijinks can they have now? And the huge season reveal of number five, maybe that origin story from season three's premiere wasn't all bullshit. Perhaps Rick did have a Beth and a Diane that he truly loved and no longer has. And maybe he's seeking revenge against the Rick that took that away from him. But we're going to talk about all that and more. Rick and Morty. I'm just kidding. I'm not I'm not doing that again. With me to talk about that. Someone who always keeps his past-the-butter robot well-maintenanced. Elliot is with us. Hello, hello. And he's just he's not just the president of the fan club, but he's also a member of the Pooby Butthole fan club. Matt Foster of the Nighthawks is with us. Hello. I've changed my name to Sir Nathaniel. <laughs> so we have this season six of this crazy anything can happen sci-fi show my favorite things about this comedy is literally anything can happen the episode back in season i think it's two where they're invaded by parasites that make references tell jokes and manipulate your memory with good memories so they stay safe and undetected Tons of running, I'm walking here, jokes in that one. I've never seen anything like that before on a sitcom. I loved it. 
Season six, though, does that deliver? Wow, that was unexpected. What crazy hijinks? Or is is the joke kind of getting old now, guys? What do you think? The issue that I would cite here is that this season is pretty darn uneven. Like, particularly like, like the first one, I was really like, oh, oh no, you know. And then, then I think the season is also very episodic. Like, it's a little more like, and and some of the the individual jokes are good. Like, I like the idea of the Die Hard episode. I like the idea of the Knights of the Sun episode. I like the idea of them. Um, I really like the Creepy Night Family episode. So, so like, I I didn't hate this. But it felt it did like there was a feeling of slippage, like it was a little bit below, like it was it was still better than the main Solar Opposites plot, but not as good as the in the wall Solar Opposites plot. (laughs) Elliot, what do you think? Good, sir. Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. I think the uneven is definitely the word I would use to describe this season. Um I was on the review for season five, and I think I said something like, you know, the show is in a decline, but not, it's not a bad show. Um, this season was much, was, was even more, though, of a, a sort of slide into, yeah, I mean, you know, unevenness, but also just, um, Dan Harmon is really in love with the idea of stories um, and has a lot of ideas about that. And I think he's forgetting to actually write a story and sort of set up, sort of writing about stories, which he does a lot here. Um, and I really love the meta-ness of that, uh, especially in past seasons. But yeah, this season was just weird. You know, I've, this was a show I used to be itching to get home to watch. And I I put off watching this season for uh, quite a long time. Um, I, I watched I think I watched the first few episodes and then kind of put it down and and had to come back to it. Yeah, um, but but yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of funny stuff here. No, and I do agree. There's definitely some highlights. I think the low moments that they continued from other low moments of the show were kind of a drag to watch uh, full metal Jack Rick where they go full meta and the meta commentary on that with all the crazy characters that are allegories, literal and figurative of how stories are told. And it's, it's got some good funny jokes, but the train episode where they're stuck in a story loop. I just thought that was kind of dull and cared not at all for that character. So I was kind of bummed they continued that. Now, what happened to the dinosaurs? I think that's brilliant. I love historical fiction that just pokes fun at the very idea of what we all think is absurd. And there's a fossil fuel joke in this one that still has me giggling when I think about that. Dinosaur looks at a Saudi prince and he's like, why is he nervous? I asked about what you did with our ancestors. Why does he look nervous? And I think that's a good time. Now, the Knight family... I think was the biggest swing of this season. What Rick does to get shredded abs and just other things done that he doesn't feel like doing during the day, he programs his night person or himself while he's asleep to do all the mundane, boring shit that you should do to make yourself a better person, but you don't want to do like crunches or 
a better job at cleaning and maintaining your house. And these night persons start to, for lack of a better term, unionize and rebel against the oppressive daywalkers. And it, I think it's an incredible episode. Did anything delight you to those heights, gentlemen, or upset you to, oh, this sucks this season? I just thought it was, it was, um, I liked the night family episode because it was like, oh, they tried to take like us and make it funny, you know, it was, was, (laughs) I liked some of the, the humor in the individual episodes. Like I really liked the, um, the zany mechanics of the fortune cookie episode. I liked, uh, you know, I liked, I mean, I'm sorry, call me a giant child, but I thought the, um, the lame, the lame piss master nemesis was a good joke. Like, and then, and then, yeah. then he's just this guy, and Jerry just gets in a regular fight with him. Like that was a. Um, this is a good season for Jerry. There's a little, little, little bit of Jerry redemption here. It is. Um, yeah. but like, yeah, nothing quite got me. Like, and it may just be that it's wearing off a little, but like, there's not. You know, they're they're missing that like pickle Rick here. That episode that is both poignant and funny. Yeah. Um and it does feel like they're getting a little too into the um and and one thing that like so the line between satire and actual bitterness, like the line between doing the thing and writing about it is getting a little thin here. Like uh like like uh Harmon and Roiland take pretty big swings at George Lucas at a couple points. Uh the the one um the full metal full meta Jack Rick or whatever. Uh, and, and the finale both take like, like strong, just like personal digs at George Lucas. <laughs> yeah. Like mean, like mean, hurtful ones. Like even I was like, Ooh, that stung. They're sort of dressed up as like coming from like the, the, um, Keith David's president character is, is sort of portrayed as the original trilogy fan. And Morty is the, the modern fandom, you know, and they're kind of, but it's it's like some of them are mean to the point where like okay yeah but you 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 stepped over the line of like the loving satire that defangs itself and you are you are you you've hit that that cannibal holocaust line where you're doing a little too much of the thing in the like the the exploitation threshold you know where you've gone a little too far into it to really be making fun of it but right i guess that line's a little different for everyone but yeah, I think um especially the finale was was I think brought the season down a full point at least for me. I mean, you said it it's not that sort of good-natured ribbing that we generally see um even from a show as cynical as this. It was really a kind of direct slap in the face of the audience a lot. I mean, it felt a little bit like a boomerang to be honest. Um I don't know if it's coming from Justin Roiland or Dan Harmon or both. Um, because I think they're both kind of cynical people. Um, but it just felt it. It felt at least not very well thought out. Yeah, it felt like it felt like the the. It had the least complete sort of theming and through line of any season. It was it felt less cogent than the other ones, even though the individual individual bits and stuff are still hitting fine. But. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a step back, but like like you said, not one that makes me like angry, angry or anything. 
Uh, although it kind of does uh, because, like, if you don't have cable with Adult Swim on it, Rick and Morty is a pain in the ass to watch. And, like, you either have to get it on, a like, a week and a half delay or something before they – and they, it's Adult Swim, so they, like, crawl through what episodes are available and have two of them up at a time. And, like, like if you're going to make me put work into something mid, you know, I'm going to be a little grumpier about it <laughs> than if it was it was sitting there on Netflix and I could watch all ten of them. Agreed. Yeah. But – Especially since this show is kind of shitting on easily accessible media. Um yeah. You know, especially at the end. <laughs> so, did y'all have any favorite characters this season? New characters, returning characters? Uh, call me a hypocrite because what I just said about the Story Master and how I wasn't a fan. I love Mr. Nimbus. I love what he can do with the police. I think that's a perfect portrayal of Namor from Marvel Comics. And... <laughs> It's just such an absurd, funny. At least I don't think I was supposed to feel stupid for liking him, but I love the what unconnected, a weird the unconnected domains, like the sea and the police. Yeah, like he's, <laughs> he feels like a he feels like somebody somebody's DM let them make their own cleric and pick to, you know, the unrelated spheres of influence and make a make a like. But I want that spell and that spell, so just let my guy be the god of fire and police. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. <laughs> Playing on the playground days, yeah. And then you got this new character that wants to be Rick's rival, Cookie Magneto. I don't remember his actual name, but he controls cookies. And Morty goes into, well, like, you know, like the ingredients of cookies? Or does the cookie have to be made first for you to control it? And just the way that Cookie Magneto was insulted, like, how do you not get this? It was so funny to me. I think that's what Rick and Morty does best is take these sort of givens in storytelling, especially in like genre storytelling uh, and breaking them down and sort of asking the fundamental questions of like, yeah, like, do you control flour or, <laughs> or dough? Like, um, you know, the show does that so much. Um, and, and I think it's, it, it, it's kind of getting away from that, unfortunately. Um, and, and and is suffering because of that. I liked as a character, as a design. I did like Storymaster, like the because he's a very con, like he's like a goofy Ricardo Montalban con, like con if he was not played straight, but was he ever really? And I liked, uh, I like, and I know they're not technically new to this season, but I like the um, the sort of constant attitudinal interplay between Beth and space Beth. Um, and, and that's, that's always very funny to me. Cause like one of them is always sort of making a face while the other one's in charge. Like they're, they're essentially, you're essentially two shoulder devils with no, no one person. Um, well, the Beth and space Beth is pretty deep too. When you think about it, there was a uh, John Sklazy book called Red Shirts, and the Beth and Space Beth relationship reminds me a lot of where that book ends up going. So, highly recommend it. But uh, yes, Matt, you were saying. Um, I um actually the finale kind of reminded me of uh, there's a series of books called the Murderbot Diaries, that are all about a character that is a security robot, and then come to find out the robot company 
like at the robot gets damaged, you know, with air quotes, and it turns out it's a essentially a highly modified human clone. Oh my gosh! And and they're like, no, you're a person. You're a person, and it, well, well, yeah. Except it never, never had a legal identity. They just used a, and and so it's never had any citizenship or anything. It's always been treated as a machine, and it's like, but I don't want to have a personality. I just want to do my job, and it's it's like a study in kind of, uh, and they're like, no, like take your helmet off and grow your hair out, and it's like I don't want to because then I have to look at your facial expressions and interpret your emotional tone. Just let me sit in my quarters and be an autistic security guard. That's what I want, to, you know. And and it's this very good study in like people's expectations for like, is so the the premise is goofy, the action is pulpy, but then the actual content is like about your expectation of how people you're helping should react. And it like it actually really. Um, I was thinking about that during the. I don't know if we should spoil the events of the finale, but. But um, it got me thinking along those lines. No, I don't know. I didn't. I actually think that's kind of a problem with this season. Is there's no, there's a lot of concepts. Like I liked all the dinosaurs. I liked all the story masters, you know, and his henchmen. I liked all the. I liked the concepts of the episode, but it's missing the solid drop of the new, like the new Mister Nimbus. And maybe that's because they have enough of them. Like they have 12 seasons of characters or six seasons of, I mean, sort of 12. I don't like the stop in the middle thing. What's it's already only 10. It's already only 10. You're not on, you're not, it's not NBC in the nineties. You're not doing a 36 episode season. Right. You're not Raymond. You're not Raymond. Stop acting like you're Raymond and you need a vacation 18 weeks in. (laughs) But, uh, uh, they have a lot of, you know, established backstory. And I think the callbacks are squeezing out the new stuff. And 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 they're they're bickering, like Rick and Morty's bickering has gone in a circle enough that it no longer feels like they're like they're doing a bit that's going to end in them going on the adventure. It feels like they're actually mad, and I, I think that's where a little bit of the fun death is coming from for me. Um, they're starting to really remind me of an actual bickering family instead of sort of voicing out like kevin smith the things you're thinking while you're sitting with your family sometimes <laughs> but, rick and morty is getting too real things have uh have uh what was the uh, the real world slogan things stop blah 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 and start bleep 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 when things stop getting oh wow i have yeah. no idea i don't I even don't know why i attempted it. that yeah let's 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 forget i even brought it up that show was <laughs> yeah. awful and we'll it's see how the editing myself. goes. Yeah. So let's uh, stop getting chatty and stop getting real. Not the slogan, but uh, let's go into our final thoughts is what I'm saying. Uh, Elliot, if you would lead us, please. I think I've been pretty negative so far in this review. And I actually, I, I like this season on the whole. You know, it's um, a, a lot of it is the jokes within the episodes um, that are good. Even if the episodes can be kind of weak themselves, they're still good jokes inside. Um, I did like the Knight Family one quite a lot. Might have been might have been my favorite of the season, in fact. Um, but uh, there, there's a little bit too much of the creators coming out in this show, um, which is to say, they are, you know. 
not they're not really filtering themselves through the show um like i think they should if they want to make a better show um because yeah especially the last episode and rick's rant which really just serves i think as a thesis um from Royland and Harmon really brought this down. It really felt mean spirited and um, not well thought out um, and very boomerish, to be honest. Uh, you know, uh, caveat, you know, boomer is a mindset, not, not uh, about age. Um, I, I agree. I think that also um, previous lore is creeping in a lot. And I always, I always thought this was a show that kind of wanted to get away from that. And um, I feel like in earlier seasons, they sort of took jabs at convoluted continuities that are stretched out. And that kind of seems to be what they're doing a little bit here. Um, but, you know, maybe they can bring that around full circle. Uh, yeah. This is a good season, but it's also another step down for Rick and Morty. I think this is easily the weakest season for me. Um, uh, but I hope they pick the ball back up because um, I think there's a lot more to be done with this show. So I'm going to give it 7 out of 10 um, perfectly dropped lightsabers. <laughs> Very nice. Matt. You know, I'm kind of in the same place where I'm not really that inclined to be, even though I had a lot to say about it, I guess past a certain point, asking for constant growth and constant iteration is a little bit of an expectations thing. And it is more of the product to which we are accustomed. And I'm not, you know, really that mad at it on paper, even though I mostly said bad things out loud. Um, so I, I kind of agree. I'm going to give it... Um, I'm going to give it 7 out of 10 clone dicks, witch dicks, and uh, hollow dicks. <laughs> That's holographic, not hollowed out. Yes, for me, I enjoyed this, but I didn't enjoy it like I used to. Like Again, Total Recall, that is one of my favorite television episodes of all time. Uh, really, the thing that bothered me this season, I'm not a fan of callbacks. I thought the big joke was that Dan and uh, Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland were like, ah, we tricked you. We tricked you into pretending that this rogue Rick matters. You guys are so lame. And I thought, oh, that's a cruel joke, but pl please don't look further into it because I really don't care about a rogue Rick. Uh, you guys did that in season one. We saw it. Now, a character from last season leaving the finite curve Oh my gosh, that is so freaking cool. I love sci-fi books that talk about the finite curve. What did we discover from that? Nothing. And that bummed me out. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm just going to end this rant with 6.5 seconds of shredding Parmesan cheese. Out of 10. So, is there anything in closing you want season six to throw you a continuation through line bone or are we all kind of craving wild crazy rick and morty insane adventures and who cares about through lines i feel like there anything 
that they sincerely have in mind for the the biggest Rick plot, you know, they're saving for the year they tell them they're canceled. You know. Ah. Yeah, I think I think you're probably right about that. 